English Across the Pond. A podcast for English learners who want to take their language skills to the next level. Brought to you by me, Dan, from England. And me, Jennifer, from the United States. Join us every week for a mix of chat, fun, and language improvement. English Across the Pond Hello and welcome to this week's podcast from English Across the Pond. How are you today? How are you feeling? This week, Jennifer and I are talking all about happiness. What makes us happy? At the end of our conversation, keep listening because we'll both be talking about the language that we've used in our conversation. And if you'd like to learn even more English, then go to our website at englishacrossthepond.com and download the free episode guide. It will help you to understand the English we're speaking. So, happiness. Let's do it. Hello, Jennifer. How are you? How is everything in America? Hello, Mr. Dan. Um, America's great. Weather's great. Life is great. No complaints here. How about for you? December already? What's that all about? December? Oh my God, this is the final month of 2016. It just seems crazy that it's almost 2017. It might be a good day to talk about, as it's the end of the year, a good day to discuss happiness and what makes us happy. It is a good day and it's interesting you bring that up because I recently read an article about happiness that kind of made me think about life. Oh yeah. So it was related to happiness and science. Oh wow. Specifically what science can't answer about happiness can't or can cannot that's my american accent don't worry can and can't sounds the same doesn't it (laughs) a little bit don't worry um and i think you know the 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 question that stood out to me the most from this article was Mm -hmm. how do you define happiness big question tough one yeah do you want me to have a go (laughs) Yeah, go for it. I that's directed to you. <laughs> Thanks a lot. And go. Yeah. Um, well, I think this is not directly answering the question, but I think as you get older, it gets easier and easier to find happiness because you know what you like and you know what you don't like. And I think maybe when you're younger, you have like a fire and a passion that you you have great desires and you want to travel and have a quest and discover things. And I think when you get a little bit older, you're happier to sort of like with what you have. And I think that only comes with time. So in a way, I think that like maybe happiness, not necessarily, of course, but I think one of the things that... Um, 
can make us happy is just the passage of time and experience and just sort of growing and becoming sort of like more of a whole person. Yeah. Does that make any sense? <laughs> it it does absolutely make sense, but it's such a question that is going to vary person to person, don't you think? Yeah. Uh, very much so. And also, it will vary from time to time with that person as the years pass. It is. Um, this this article kind of highlighted a kind of two ways to look at it, kind of two frames of mind. Oh, yeah. And I'm curious to know what yours is. Are you a life is short, live in the moment, collect all of these happy moments as you go? Yeah. Or is it, you know, this broader view of like striving for an overall happy life that happiness may not be a goal, but a destination, you know, like something that you just continually to work for throughout your entire life. I'm loving that goal destination thing. Can you say that again? Um, It actually is a quote I know that Mm -hmm. uses a different word than happiness. Yeah. I think, but like. Happiness not being a a goal, but a destination. Beautiful. I love that. But I think that, like, I do have moments where um, I do sort of live in the now of life and do maybe just want to be happy in that second if I go out and listen to music and I go dancing and things. But there's also as well sort of like, you know, having a family and having a daughter and um, looking for that sort of like longer term happiness. So I think, although it may sound like I'm sitting on the fence, I think I'm a mixture of both of those. Yeah. Are you? Um, I actually found the quote. Oh, yeah. Happiness is a journey, not a destination. Yeah, gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Um, Like life. Yes. And I am, you asked about me. Mm. I kind of, I do go back and forth, you know. Sometimes it, I have, sometimes I, I have to and I like bringing myself back into the moment of, I think it's really easy to get caught up in, something stressful or something negative or something difficult um and this and that that difficult thing that stressful time maybe it it does last more than literally one moment but it still is a moment in the overall span of our life so i think it's good to kind of come back let it go and just think that you know this unhappiness or this negative thing is going to be over it's going to pass. So don't yeah. focus on something so small. And I think that can come that comes with like age and experience, I think. But then I think oh, yeah. a lot of people, a lot of us, at least once in our lives, we look back and think, Oh, I can't believe I was so worried about that or so upset about that or so nervous about that. And when we have that perspective of looking back We laugh, you know, it's kind of like, I can't believe how stupid I was or, you know, I can't believe how, like I say, how sad I was or something. And, um, and of course, if we've had that experience of being what we perceived as being incredibly sad or incredibly happy, and then we come on later in our lives to realize it wasn't such a big thing. I think that makes us sort of like more, not like more of a person, but like, it gives us more experience. Mm-hmm. You, you said it perfectly. 
I've got a quote for you. I just want to see what you think about it because it's maybe a little bit controversial. You ready? I am so ready. Hit me with it. The quote is, I choose to be happy today. <gasps> oh. What do you think? It, it kind of, kind of connects with what I just said about coming back to the moment and just in, in being conscious. I think that I choose to be happy is all about being conscious of what's happening, what's going around, mm. going on around you. Mm -hmm. So I think that you can choose to be happy. Yeah. I think happiness can be a choice. Yes, life is tough. Yes, really bad things happen. Really sad things can happen. But are we going to let those negative things bring and continue to bring negativity into our life even after these events are over. And I think that people can, some of us are sometimes guilty of kind of wallowing in sadness and maybe staying sadder for longer than we need to be. And um, it can be good sometimes if our friends say, pull yourself together, get a grip, yeah, come on. Snap out of it. Yeah, right. But then also there is the medical condition of depression and that's what, and that made me think about like, you know, I choose to be happy today. That could be very painful for someone who's really suffering with depression. Not that I want this episode to be a down because we're talking about happiness but you know um i think depression is probably a really really bad place to be so um i choose to be happy today yes we can and i agree with you totally that yes we can kind of usually we should be glass half full and be optimistic rather than glass half empty and pessimistic but there are times when it's like it's okay to be sad yes and I do kind of want to touch on that as well, what you said about, you know, the depression. Depression is, I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a sickness. That, yeah. That's something so much more serious. And I think if, you know, any of our listeners do feel that way, please seek help. But, you know, that yeah. we're kind of not talking about someone who's, who's really, really sick or, yeah. you know, has or struggles with depression because that is so serious. And yeah, I don't yeah. want to undermine that by saying, like, well, choose to be happy, you know. <laughs> Yeah, we're not saying so, we don't mean that. No, not at all. So we're just kind of talking about the sadness that you feel because you got a bad grade on a test or yeah. you didn't pass the TOEFL or, or instantaneous moment type of sadnesses. I have an instantaneous moment of sadness every Saturday when my soccer team loses. <laughs> Does your soccer team lose every Saturday? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> That's okay. They're my team. I love them. It's okay. Don't worry. You're a true fan and you're going to stand by them no matter what, huh? Yeah, quite right. Uh, till death us do part. Um, what makes you happy, Jennifer? You know, uh, taking it back to a sort of like lighter podcast, which is where we want to be, what, what kind of things make you happy? Yes, that was another one of the questions on the article I read. Oh, wow, okay. And it, it's always interesting to see or hear, you know, like what makes people happy. And there's so many things. There's material things. There's feelings, there's connections, there's people, there's experience, there's all kinds of things, right? Sure. If I had to think about some things that make me happy, um, recently, because yeah. they always change, as you can imagine, is baby smiles, little newborn baby smiles, particularly of my own. A big part of your life at the moment. Huge. And I, you know, even if, 
it's the middle of the night and I'm tired and I think like, oh, I just want to sleep. I'm so tired. I, yeah. I get frustrated because I'm awake. You know, I kind of glance down and then there is this beautiful <sighs> little boy yeah. smiling at me. Oh. And maybe he's smiling because he has gas. Maybe he's peeing. <laughs> you know, yeah. maybe it's just a reflex. Whatever it is, that smile still just melts my heart it just I makes was, me so happy i was just gonna say melt your heart yeah exactly which is ex- exactly the right phrase yeah you can't beat it it's such um any of our listeners who have kids will understand and any of our listeners who don't it's kind of hard to get your head around how much you love and how special a kid is yeah this podcast is supported by abc english an online English course to learn American and British English at the same time. Created by native speakers from both the US and the UK, this course includes PDF worksheets, audio and videos, interactive exercises, a private Facebook group, and lifetime access to materials. All of the course is done at your own pace, and so it's perfect for busy learners who want to take their language skills to the next level. Do you want to improve your English? Learn more online at bit.ly.com forward slash by dash ABC English. That's bit.ly.com forward slash by dash ABC English. Um, another thing that makes me happy, this is very particular and just goes to show you how much I love warm weather. Yeah. I love having a day off. Yeah. Being outside with my husband or my family, the weather being like mid eighties, a light breeze, the sun is shining and Mm. just being perfectly comfortable in a shorts in shorts and a tank top. Ah, yeah. Nice. So is that... Is that based on the weather then, or or the whole the whole recipe, the whole thing? The whole recipe together. It's like I'm with the people I love, and I'm I'm just so comfortable. So I guess if I had to like wrap that up into one word, it would be like, what makes me happy? Being comfortable. Beautiful. <laughs> well, one of my uh, one of the things that makes me happy is uh, about comfort. Shall I tell you what it is? Yeah, I'm so curious. I absolutely. <laughs> I absolutely love new socks. Oh, new socks. Mm-mm. Are we talking are we talking ankle socks? Are yeah. we talking through socks or maybe some socks that go up to your knees? No, we're just talk we're just talking what I would class as like normal socks, you know, kind of like over your ankle. And I go to the shop, I choose a really nice hopefully a really nice color they're really cool i think they're really cool and um get them home take off the tagger and the label and just slide in and they're only new ones believe me socks you know the next time you wear them they never feel quite as good as they do on that first time if i was a millionaire i'd have new socks every day ah 
So you don't wash the socks before you wear them. It's like brand new, fresh socks from the store, unwashed. Yeah, and I do sometimes wonder about that. But then if you wash them, they don't feel like new socks. But I do think, like, Mm -hmm. who handled these socks last? (laughs) That does worry me a little bit. Have these socks been <laughs> yeah. before they slipped onto my feet? Yeah, and um, that does cross my mind. But the feeling of going into that new sock uh, is greater than the fear of where they've been. So I don't care. I get them from the shop and wear them immediately. I'm sock mad. Mad as in crazy might be a good word to use. Yeah, I um, I actually haven't got all that many pairs of socks, but that's because I spend hours choosing socks. <laughs> well, we're, I know what to get you for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I'll try and hide my disappointment if they're slightly the wrong colour or slightly the wrong design or something. I'm going to get like only the top softest cotton. Yeah, beautiful. And... Um, Anything else you love? The color yellow. Specifically mustard yellow. (laughs) Oh, like a deep yellow. Yeah, I just, yellow, I don't know. It connects to the sun. I love sunshine. I love that weather. It kind of comes back to that. Yellow is just so bright. It just represents happiness to me. Can I, I don't want to throw a spanner in the works, but can I just, what about you wear a yellow top? And all the bugs and all the insects and things think you're a flower and come and visit you. That's never happened to me. So I'm going to veto that um, suggestion right out because I've never experienced that. And I have a lot of yellow. Okay, fair enough. So those are my three things that made me happy. Baby smiles, perfect, comfortable weather with my family outside, and yellow. You told me about new socks. What else makes you happy? New socks. I'm joking. I also love walking in the countryside. Um, There are so many footpaths in the UK. If our listeners haven't been to England, I mean, literally, if you drive down a road, you can see signs for footpaths very often. And you get a map and you decide. Usually I try to walk in a loop, you know, in a circle. You can find yourself walking over an old castle, maybe, or through a forest, then in a valley, seeing lots of animals. And it's a real sense of, you know, we have a very long history and these footpaths are thousands of years old. And, you know, really get away from things. And sometimes it starts raining, which is fine. I don't mind the rain. And um, stop for coffee and maybe walk like 10 miles, 12 miles. And if you go early, you can still be back for sort of like lunchtime, 1pm, 2pm, and you feel like you've done so much with that day, like you've achieved so much with the day. So yeah, I really love, not particularly just walking, I don't really like walking to the fridge, for example, but I love walking in the countryside. Do you walk a lot? Yes, yes, yes. I was walking a lot because that was really one of the few exercises that I could do while pregnant, especially towards the end of pregnancy. And now it's really great, Mm -hmm. um, you know, with a little stroller or maybe in a wrap. And it's just great to get outside. It was great during recovery. And it's just great to get my boy outside, too. So walking has definitely become something I do. But it's an amazing form of exercise, you know, um, a good half an hour walk compared to doing nothing. Obviously, you could compare it to going to the gym or weight training. 
But for people who don't do exercise, just a 20, 30 minute walk just to get the blood moving, it's amazing. And yeah, um, I absolutely love walking in the countryside. And my last thing is coffee. Coffee? From New Jersey. <laughs> we had a whole episode on coffee. And if people can't remember, I am totally addicted to double espresso. Espresso. A lot of people call it espresso, which is incorrect. Well, the people, I ordered one. <laughs> I was a coffee snob. And when we were ordering coffee, I said, double espresso, please. And she said, double espresso. And I thought to myself, no, "No, not double espresso, woman who works in the coffee shop and should know better. It's double espresso, thank you. Yes. But I didn't say anything. But you just smiled and said, yes, please. Well, I'm very, very British. I complain to somebody else about it rather than saying anything to the person in question. That's what we do in Britain. Ah, good. Okay. So, yeah, um, I don't actually drink all that much of it. I can, and I love it cold. I prefer cold double espresso. Even on the coldest winter day? Well, if I was freezing, but then I'm presuming that it's a really cold winter day and I'm inside warm somewhere. But no, if I was cold, obviously I'd appreciate wrapping my hands around a warm drink. But I sip my double espresso. I don't gulp it. And so usually I can take like two, three hours to finish a double espresso. And it's absolutely freezing by the end. And it's gorgeous. Wow. So my three are new socks, walking in the countryside, and coffee. Those sound like amazing things to love. And they're so different from mine. The only thing that's maybe a little similar is, you know, you walking in the countryside and me having something related to outside. So can you imagine how many different things we can hear about if we invite our students to answer what makes them happy? That would be great. I'd love to find out what makes our students happy. So if you are listening, you probably already started thinking about what makes you happy when you heard ours. Mm -hmm. You probably already started daydreaming about all of the things that make you smile. So tell us about it. You can share your thoughts with us on social media. Um, We talked about that last week, right? So we've given you our Facebook or Instagram. So go on and Mm -hmm. let us know. Give us your top three things that make you happy. Perfect. And as we said last week, if you write to us, you are actually writing to us. Yes. You're not writing to a computer. Well, you are, but at the We're other end the other of end. the computer, <laughs> we do live there yeah. and we really will read your comments and we really will be happy and we will really reply. So don't be afraid to um, to say hi. You send us a private message if you want to, if you feel shy about your English or something. But if you correspond with us, via any of our social media, Facebook, Instagram, or our website, then we will surely return the favour and reply to you. And don't forget the free episode guide that's available at our website, englishacrossthepond.com. Jen, if our listeners go to our website and download the free episode guide, what can they get with that? Oh my gosh, I'm happy you asked. They can get so much free information. So not only will they be able to follow along with our conversation questions and check their listening comprehension of this episode, 
they will get the definitions of some of the more abstract or difficult vocabulary we've used in this episode and additional special language focuses. So every episode guide has one and you only can get it if you download the episode guide. If you're listening to us and you feel a little bit lost listening to two native speakers chatting away, it's not easy to do that if you're a non-native speaker. And if you feel a little bit lost, our free episode guide is like a map and it will help you and help you to stay with our conversation and keep up with what we're saying. So if you like this podcast, you'll get so much more out of it if you download the episode guide. Great point. I love the connection with map. That's perfect. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Perfect. So I'm going to go off and uh, pop some socks on, (laughs) get myself a coffee. (laughs) I'm going to go put on a yellow tank top, shorts, go for a walk and have have a big (laughs) smile at me. (laughs) Yeah. So if you think of me, I'll be wandering around the countryside with yellow socks on drinking coffee. (laughs) Perfect. If you happen to get it, if you happen to um, snap a photo of yourself, make sure you share that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I will do. Perfect. Don't worry. Everyone, thanks for listening to us this week. We hope you've learned a lot and we'll see you next week. Remember to stay happy, everyone. Thanks very much for listening. Bye. Bye. All right. And this week's language focus is talking about how you can use quotes to build your language skills. Dan and I mentioned a couple of quotes in today's conversation about happiness. I mentioned the quote, happiness is a journey, not a destination. And Dan chose the quote, I choose to be happy today. I'm going to include one more quote in this language focus and talk to you a little bit about how you can use these quotes to build your skills. We, the episode guide talks about five ways that you can use quotes to build your skills. Today's language focus on this podcast is going to cover the first two. So make sure you download the episode guide to get even more language learning practice today. So what I want you to do is listen or read along with the episode guide, the following quotes. Again, happiness is a journey, not a destination. I choose to be happy today and learn to let go. That is the key to happiness. I want you to write down what you think those quotes mean. When you write down what you think these quotes mean, you are practicing, of course, your writing skills and your creative thinking skills, and you can add an extra skills practice and record yourself speaking about this topic to add some speaking practice as well. For example, with happiness as a journey, not a destination, what does that quote mean to you? Well, to me, it means that we shouldn't focus on getting to a place of happiness. We shouldn't focus on just reaching one state of happy. Because as we talked about, happiness can change. It can change with age. It can change with experience. So it should be a journey. 
something we are continually going along with. Happiness should be a journey, something we are continuing to go along with. Again, it's not a destination because we can't just reach happiness and then we're done because it's always going to change. We talked a lot about what the quote, I choose to be happy today means. So if you need a refresher, rewind this episode and make sure you listen again to Dan and I talking about this. Learn to let go. That is the key to happiness. The word let go means forget about things that bring negativity to you. Let them go. Forget about them. And then that should be the key to happiness. I won't go into more detail about what this quote means because, again, I want you to do that for your language focus practice. Make sure to get that episode guide to find out more ways to practice. And let's have Dan tell us a little bit about the expressions from this week's episode. Turning to some of the expressions and idioms from today's podcast, to have a go is to try something or to try and do something. I've never tried rock climbing, but I'd love to have a go. If you live in the now, then you live in the present moment and you don't think about or dwell on the past or the future. We always try to live in the now and be happy rather than thinking about regrets. If you sit on the fence, then you're between a decision or two sides of something. You have to choose whether you support the candidate or not. You can't just sit on the fence. If you touch on something, then you mention or talk about it briefly. We wanted to touch on the weather being a cause of happiness. To melt one's heart means to feel an extreme amount of love or happiness about someone or something. Baby smiles make Jennifer's heart melt. And to throw a spanner in the works means to do something that prevents a plan or activity from succeeding. For example, the teacher threw a spanner in the works when she said the class project was worth 100% of our grade. <laughs> 